Joining me in the studio, I'm really excited to welcome back friend of Ujima, and it's Jonathan from the Maasai Tribe. Good afternoon and welcome. Hello. Hello. Hi, thank you for coming back. How are you? I am doing good, and thank you. Okay, so you are from a charity called Mayu. Yeah, Maasai Youth Outreach Organization. Okay, now you came here last year and you made a real impression on me. I think you're an inspirational young man and you founded this charity how long ago? I founded this charity in 2009. I was in high school. High school. So how old were you when you founded it? I founded it when I was around 19. I'm 27 now. How has the charity been going? Okay, you came over a year ago. I got to know you and all about the charity, but some of our listeners might not know about it. So perhaps you could just tell us a little bit more about the charity. Oh, the charity is going on well. Um, I visited America in June and I was able to get some sponsors who have been sponsoring the girls. So, um, so far, the, organi- uh, the charity is going on well. Tell me a little bit about Mayu and what it is that what the work that you do um, uh, Mayu does uh, several projects because we first we rescue girls from early marriages and FGM and we put them in uh, a safe house it's a place uh, we call it a safe house uh, these young girls are facing uh, problems because when they are age of age their fathers are forced to them to have FGM then they when they are age of 13 they being forced to early marriages, and as uh, an educated person, uh, I thought that was not uh, good for them. Then that's why I started the charity. Also, uh, we give local people clean and safe drinking water through, through we do pipe uh, water. So that's you, that's a lot that you've mentioned there. Um, why is it so important to you that these girls don't go through FGM? What, what's so different between you and the elders? I think for me, I went to school and I learned more. So I, I, I am not literate like them. Because first, FGM is not good because these girls go uh, through a very painful cutting. Some of them bleed until death and they being affected because when they go to their marriages, they won't enjoy anything. So I think it was a, a big problem. Also, getting bad when you go to through that uh, very deep FGM, it caused uh, problems during your time of birth. They cut almost everything. Did it happen to any of the yeah. uh, other family that it happened to? Yeah, my older sister went through it and she didn't like it at, o- at all. So she's very much happy for what I am doing. Also, our matron went through it and she's very much happy working with the girls because she knows the process. That's why she's very much connected with the safe house. So what do the elders think to you? Do they think that you're you know, rude, that you're turning against them or are they coming around? Some of the elders think that I am I am against the culture issues, mm. but uh, as the man say, we have good culture and bad culture, because uh, the process of FGM and early marriages, I think that is not good culture. So some of them think I am messing up, but uh, for those who went to school, like the my age people from my age, all support me because they know the importance of what I am doing. That's great. So another thing you mentioned is the early marriage. So what kind of, what's the youngest age that girls get married? Imagine a girl of 13 years old can be forced to early marriage. And the elder which will marry this girl is old, 60 years, 50. And uh, this girl's yeah, 13 years old, uh, old girl cannot be a wife of anyone. Also cannot get birth. And that's why many of them usually die during their bad times. And they don't go to to hospital. We have midwives which help them to get birth. And many of them used to die. And I usually say this because of level of illiteracy. 
in the community. So basically, girls are getting married, and before they can really have children, they're yeah. too young. Yeah, even before then, they see their periods. So and bad. then, and then, even when they are perhaps reach puberty, sometimes they're still just too young. Yeah, too they? young. Yeah, yeah. child abuse. Yeah. It is though, and in yeah. this country, it would be considered illegal. Yeah, you know, even in Kenya, it's not supposed to be done. But yeah, they do it uh, secretly, and because of the government does doesn't support. Also, that's why I, I have uh, good support from the government. That is good. So that's something I wanted to ask you, actually. So, you know, it's great to see you've got the support from your peers, your age group. The age group, yeah. Yeah. And now you're saying that. So how did the government feel? Uh, the government uh, is feeling OK because mm. we have uh, people we call the chief. And the chief uh, is a government representative, which look after the the community, yeah. So the chief is there. Even the, our chief is in the committee of the servos. How do the government show their kind of support? When you report these cases, the government came in and solved these cases, and also they gave us the chief, who is looking after the community. So the government support us by paying the chief's uh, salary, things like that. We got electricity from the government, so I. You sorry, you got electricity. Yeah. Really? Yeah. One thing that I know that is a problem at the moment, you might have electricity, but water is a real problem at the safe house at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, well now we have a big problem because yeah. the borehole which the servos was using is dry up. And now we have to buy water every time and then. Like every week we use uh, 40 pounds so that they can have water. But we started our fund page with Judy. So uh, we have that page, we are almost at 64% now because we need 1,500. So you've started what we call a crowdfunder page. It's on Just Giving, and your target is it's only £1,500, guys. And obviously, if we can reach that target and beyond, there's a lot more they can do with the money, which we'll talk about in a minute. But if you want to donate, all you have to do is put in on Google or whatever search engine you have, Just Giving My You One. We usually employ someone to bring us water, right. a, a lorry, every, every week. Right, It's okay. costly a lot. It costs a lot of money, doesn't yeah, it? So, I so think that's what £40 pounds a week goes on. Yeah, well, What, we, UK pounds? Yeah, we, UK pounds. That is 4,000 Kenya shillings. <gasps> but when we get the piping, then they will have uh, clean and safe water for, for maybe six years. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. And so an, uh, we only need to raise the, to £1,500 pounds to yeah, fix that. Yeah, to fix that. And we have now around 970. <sighs> so guys, if you are listening, we really, really do need your help. Do you know what? We've been sharing this crowdfunding page across the sort of Ujima networks and my personal pages and do you know what only one person in Bristol's donated so far I know right and I've been doing this for weeks so let's just show Jonathan that we are generous and we do care about what's going on and please just go and donate to so Google just giving my you one m-a-y-0-0-1 so if you get any extra money what will you donate what will it be for I think when we get extra money now we have to buy some beds uh, because we have uh, 102 girls now at the center. Wow. And several of them used to share beds. Yeah. And I think uh, these beds are very tiny. Are they? So, when, yeah, when we get extra money, then we can add beds so that they can be comfortable. That would be great. That mean, everyone sleep. everyone deserves a bed, don't they, to sleep yeah. in at night. Because sure. it's amazing they've got a safe house to go to. So, you know, when you imagine a safe house, is is literally that. It's somewhere that they feel safe. Are they actually protected by... Their fa- from their families. What if one of their families like knew they were in the safe house? Does anything ever like that happen? Yeah, every family members know that these girls are at the safe house. Wow. 
And uh, after s- the period of six months, we usually go back to the family and make reconciliation. Oh, really? And, yeah, let the family know that the girl, she's safe. She's doing her education. So when she's 18, she can go back to the family and get married if they they want to m- let her get married. So do most families come around to the fact that maybe actually FGM isn't right? The most of the family they don't come to the safe house, but we usually have something we call a visiting, and we usually do once a year, where all the parents will come yeah. and meet their daughters uh, at the center. Yeah, and they have great time. They share stories, and the girl have been loving uh, meeting their parents after. Now the girl now they are age of eighteen when they go back to the family. Now they can speak for themselves. They say no, and they know their rights. Oh, I see. Yeah. Simple as that. That yeah. once you're 18, yeah. you've got your freedom to choose what you want to do. What do you want to do? Yeah, sure. What you're doing is incredible. It really is. And you. do do you think you're just? I mean, you've been doing this for 10 years. Yeah. I mean, what where are you go, what are you going to do for the next 10 years? You're just going to keep <laughs> going. I think I will do the charity work until uh, I retire. Really? That is the work I w- I've chosen to do. That's amazing. Sure. No, it is incredible. Yeah. And you, you've been to America this year? Yeah, I went to America this year in June. Yeah? Yeah. What was and that like? It was very nice because I even met my sponsor who sponsored me when I was in school. That so is so good. So <laughs> speaking of which, actually, let's tell our listeners, because you had a family sponsor you, didn't yeah, you? Yeah. Tell us about that. How old were you? I was eight years old when I met oh. this American family, and they met me in uh, Nofanich. So I told them about my problems. Then they said they should sponsor me. So they paid all my high school fee, uh, university, and that's why I was managed to do a degree in human resource. It's so incredible. Yeah. <laughs> It was very much uh, good for the Philadelphia family. That is such an amazing story. You're eight yeah. years old. You're in an orphanage. Yeah. And you meet this family who yeah. just, yeah. Yeah, they were very very nice get people. And was this the first time you met them? Have you met them before? Um, no, I met them uh, when I was eight, and then I met them again uh, last year, 2018, June. It's amazing. <laughs> so it was amazing meeting meeting them. It really must have been. Yeah, I and mean, they uh, were very much proud of of me, and they said the work they did was very important, giving me education. Well, look at what you've done, mm. and because of them giving you that education, you have saved all of these girls. Sure. I said I could cry. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. it's amazing. They must be so proud of you. Yeah, they are very much proud. They should be, yeah. and I am. I think yeah. you're incredible. <laughs> I really do. You, when I met you last year, you really yeah. stuck with me, and okay. I just like, <laughs> you are amazing. We need more Thank Jonathans you. in the world. Sure, we really do. Yeah. Have you got children? Yeah, I have a son called Moses. Uh, how old is he? He is um, six years now. Six years old. Yeah, Aww. six years old. That's amazing. Yeah. What a great father you are to him. It's okay, amazing. I think what I should just say is uh, to thank all the people who donated with the the fan page for water and also to ask uh, p- more people to donate because um, the work we are doing is important and these young daughters are very innocent and they need support and because my community uh, the poverty level is high we even the people don't have enough for their families so it's very hard for them to donate anything so uh, just asking the people if they can donate 20 pounds 5 pounds will accept any any donation and uh, will be very much happy and will appreciate 
And if you saw his smile, it's worth every penny, honestly. And also, um, he has some fantastic, beautiful, gorgeous, lovely jewellery to sell, which mm-hmm. we've been putting up on the Facebook page. So if you want to find out how you can buy that jewellery, you can either contact me, Miranda Ray, through the Facebook page you can see, or Jonathan's email is also on that. Remind us what your email is. Masain, M-A-S-A-I-Y-O-U-T-H at yahoo.com at yahoo.com yeah. okay and I'll make sure that goes up online as well Jonathan from Mayu and the Maasai tribe thank you so much for joining us today thanks a lot